Ah, it's Deprogram, the podcast where we try to get you into an artist. That's right, we've done all the work for you. All you have to do is push play. And you know what? Sometimes it takes a lifetime. Sometimes you have to go to the Seven Mile Island. Sometimes soldiers get strange. Sometimes you just list song titles at the beginning of the episode. Today we are doing Jason Isbell, which will include Jason Isbell and the 400 unit. Um, so Ben, you put Jason up on the board. Talk to me about why you felt the need to talk about this dude today and his music. I don't remember being the original person, but that's interesting. <laughs> um, I, I think that I just consider him one of the prolific songwriters of the, you know, the current batch of, of, of touring and, and producing musicians. Um, he's got a, you know, a very distinct style, um, very vivid imagery in his lyric writing. Um, and he's got a wide, you know, a pretty wide catalog to, to pick from. So I figured it would be a good, a good one to cover. Well, you're not wrong. And um, not long after you put it up, I think, Randy jumped on. And Randy, you're the one who kind of spearheaded this. I, I think somewhere around like September of last year, you were like, I think this is the one I'd like to do next. So talk to me about what it is, why you wanted to sign up for this. And why you kind of wanted to prop this one up as as your next one? It's a little bit of a different artist than you're used to me covering, right, Justin? A little bit, yeah, yeah. So, I am a newer Isbell fan, and it was one of those things where, like, I knew my friends. I knew my friends were rock and roll people and not country people, and I knew they spoke really, really highly of Isbell. So I kept seeing like, ah, oh, they're going to Isbell shows and like his shows are excellent. I saw that Mike McCready joined him on a show in Seattle and like, I'm seeing all these things. I see him on Twitter and you know, he's like, he's blocking trolls and things like that. He's the funny guy on Twitter. I don't think he's really active on it anymore, but you know, it was fun to follow him and everything like that. And I kept saying to myself, like, all right, come on, give him a listen, give him a listen. Let's go. You just need to see what it's about. And at some point, like early summer of last year, I turned on a playlist before like a shortish car ride. And what I mean by shortish car ride is like 30 or 40 minutes or so. And the song Hope the High Road came on. And I, which is weird because it's not like a hit hit of his, at least from my perspective of like understanding his catalog and I'm listening to this. I'm like, Oh, this is, is this the vibe here? And obviously there's going to be more rock and roll songs. There's going to be a lot more country songs. So I decided from that point on, I'm like, all right, I'm going out right now. I'm going to listen to the album that this song is on, which happened to be Nashville sound and immediately attached to it immediately fell in love with it where my whole summer was basically listening to that album and I kind of grew forward into listening to Southeastern a little bit more. And then obviously weather veins, which had just come out at the time earlier that year. And that was enough for me to be like, I want to dig in because I think sometimes with 
this show, you need a little bit of a kick in the ass to say, you know, like, yeah, you want to get into an artist, but now this is a reason to like, you mm-hmm. can go on, you can talk about all your favorite songs and you can then what I hope to hear from you guys is your intake and a little bit more of a seasoned listenership with him as to what songs that you're paying attention to. And yeah, I think Justin, we did Tom Petty a couple of episodes ago and we kept mentioning the whole time, like he is an elite songwriter. He's an elite storyteller. And honestly, I think Jason Isbell is the closest thing I've heard to Petty in a very, very long time. I think the Mm. comparisons are pretty good. Obviously the music is a little bit different, but, and I wasn't never originally a country guy at all. And I have looked and seen what people consider him. I've seen it say alternative country. I've heard it say like rock folk or something like that. And I, I, I get that. And he has a lot of like very countryish sounding songs, which I thought I wasn't going to be into at all because that's never been my style. But you know what? I dug it. Mm-hmm. And I probably dug it because I dug the rest of his catalog too. So yeah, I'm excited to get into this one and see what everybody's uh, thoughts and feelings are. It is, he does walk the, a very fine line between the country. And that was kind of, I don't want to say worried about, uh, and, you know, I'll give my thoughts here in a moment. But, but Mike, you kind of got, I don't want to say uh, pressured into this, but you did get roped in. Uh, <laughs> ben was like, hey, my friend Mike really likes this guy. So uh, obviously you wanted to, or you wouldn't be here. But uh, so so talk to me about why this is your entry into deprogrammed and and why this guy, why Jason Isbell. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Ben came to me, <clears throat> asked if I wanted to do it, explained the show to me, and I, I really loved the concept. Uh, and, you know, with Isbell, for me, I want to say back in around 2006, I uh, got recommended to drive by truckers as a band that I would be interested in. So I checked out the album Southern Rock Opera and was just really truly blown away by that record. It was a very like transformative album for me at the time. Uh, you know, it was this really sprawling semi-conceptual double album. And, you know, this is before Isbell joined that band, but you know, it immediately made me fall in love with DBT. And, you know, I check out their subsequent albums after that, uh, which, you know, was decoration day, which is Jason's first record with them. And then the dirty South where he had a little bit heavier, the songwriting load on there and, and something about his songs just, immediately spoke to me and you know the other guys covered it a little bit but you know he really just paints a picture with his lyrics uh about as good as anybody else that you could you could possibly listen to right now and i also find one of the things fascinating about him is his journey and you know having had that perspective of kind of catching you know getting into dbt right on the tail end as he was on the outs with that band and seeing him you know kind of trying to find his way for a few albums and then the sobriety journey and where that took him from Southeastern onward. I just find him to be such a thoughtful songwriter. Uh, I love listening to his music. He's got rockers. He's got tender songs, always insightful with his lyrics, you know, great storyteller. Um, So yeah, no, I just couldn't be a bigger fan of this guy. It really does transcend because again, you know, like most episodes of deprogrammed at this point, uh, and here comes the broken record. 
I didn't know this guy from Adam. I didn't know this guy from Steve. I, you know, this was just a name that got put on the list. And then Randy came and said, hey, we should do this one. So I had no idea what really to expect sound-wise. Um, but you, you kind of get the feeling going in, you know, as I'm looking at song titles and that, okay, this might... And as a matter of fact, this the album was already mentioned, Nashville, Nashville-centric. Like, there was going to be, like, this permeating country sound. And I was like, I don't want... Again, I don't want to say bummed or tuned out. But, like, it did... It did initially have a negative connotation, a, a, a sinking feeling that, oh, man, maybe I'm not going to be all that excited uh, for this guy. And... To, to the point I was trying to make before this wild uh, side quest is the the songwriting does the in storytelling really does permeate because other than you know the initial oh this is a twangy country thing happening um I didn't really let that cloud any of my judgment I just listened to the songs as they were and you know, Oh, pat on the back, Justin. No, but you know, uh, it does say something about his ability to, I I guess what I'm trying to say is if you are not a country person, (laughs) like I am not a country person, like Randy's already said, he's not a country person. Do not let that stop you from listening to this guy. So as I mentioned before, we, we took his solo records, we took the 400 unit records and we covered all that in this i think it wound up being 90 songs so like if if you're trying to attract a new ear here ben like what are you looking for in in your song choices for for your 20 um i tried to do my best to balance um the rockers with the the more acoustic stuff um i think he's an interesting artist because at least my perception of him and of his fan base is that he's got kind of a pretty well-established collection of what people consider classics. Um, And that's both like from the the solo records and Southeastern in particular, you know, like considered his magnum opus, I think. Mm. Um, But um, just trying to balance that so that, you know, if there's somebody trying to, to check him out, that there's, you know, we don't turn them off by, just giving them a list of 20 solo acoustic guitar <laughs> sad stories um, that we try to try to balance it with the, you know, the, the little bit more straightforward hard rocking tunes with, you know, like good guitar solos and stuff like that. So you're usually pretty meticulous, Randy. Uh, and you had a little bit of extra time with this, this one. I feel like, I feel like we didn't, didn't rush this one. Did that play to your favor or to your detriment this go? Um, I definitely to my favor, definitely to my favor, because I did need a little bit more time. I think it took me uh, like a week or two more than it usually does to like make official cuts. And what I had been doing lately, especially for the stuff like that as 90 song catalog that, that we're working with, I usually just listen and, you know, I'll, I'll go through and sometimes I'll listen to the first two albums and this third album i'll kind of phase in and out and then go back to that at a certain point and kind of dance around the catalog a little bit and 
yeah, from listening to this, it was really easy to not stick to one style because, and I kind of went through this this week when trying to pick like a final two or three and looking at it, I'm like, hmm, you know what? That can be done with this song. And I think I have more of an attachment to this song. And that lets you bring in more acoustic stuff, bring in more country stuff. Obviously, I'm going to be attached to the anthemic arena rock kind of stuff that's out there. And I think the only thing, I like my list a lot. And I know I left really, really good songs off of it. But usually during a deep program, I'm really confident about my list and what I'm doing. I would say there's an edge of that confidence that's just shaved off a little bit like, oh, I like this, but I don't know if other people are going to like this. Mm. And I don't know if that is considered definitive of Jason Isbell, even though my intake of it was excellent. And now he has some songs that people absolutely love that I'll get into that maybe I didn't quite gravitate towards. And I have, I guess I have some reasons for it, but I, I'm going to be open on this one. I'm going to be open to suggestions and I want to hear what other people have to think. I've, I love my list. I think I have 20 really good songs, but if they're, they're at least like 10 that if somebody else has, I'm going to be like, shit. Yeah, you're right. I should add it. So yeah, that's, that's pretty much the game there. So this is kind of a catalog where you kind of throw a stone and find a, find a good song, Mike. And it's your first time here. Uh, I don't know if you had a chance to listen to any episodes or if, if there's any kind of gamesmanship to your list or did you play it straightforward? Yeah, I found this to be an interesting exercise. You know, I hadn't had a chance, uh, no offense, to listen to too many, too much of you guys before this. So I was kind of coming in a little more blind. And, you know, I talked to Ben a little bit about what approach to take. And, uh, you know, I think I kind of came to a pretty good career spanning and, you know, Ross, uh, you know, as Ben mentioned, you know, a little bit of a mix of some upbeat, a little bit of the more somber stuff and some of the stuff in between. You know, for me, it was interesting because I thought, you know, there's five, ten songs on here that I could pretty confidently say right off the bat would have been on there, you know, songs that are just classic songs. But then I find that, you know, that separation, what's the difference between the songs in the, you know, 15 to 16 range and my 25 to 26 range? Uh, you know, it was definitely kind of difficult to whittle it down and cut it down. So, you know, I know I have a definitely a good list of songs, uh, and I'm actually just very curious to see where everyone else was at uh, with how they felt about the definitive uh, songs for this guy right there. That's the uh, the interesting play of it, and as long as you don't uh, set yourself up for hurt, I I found like as I as I went through the f- the first pass, I can't remember what my official number was, but. My, my inclination is high high 30s, low 40s. And I found like the single, the, the solo stuff was a little bit easier to kind of find the stuff that I wanted to bring forward. But when I hit that first, the self-titled 400 unit record, I suddenly went, uh-oh. And like I really locked in. And when I came back around, same story. Like when I'm looking to cut some of the 400 unit stuff, I'm like, uh-oh. Like, I don't know which ones to cut. I don't, I don't know. 
Like I, I felt like any of them could have really done what I was trying to do. So I've got, <laughs> I'm always the wild card, <laughs> but I think I'm going to even be more so on this episode because I have no idea how well I performed on this list. But that being said, so based on everything we just said, Ben, how many do you think we will get through unanimously for the final say? Hmm. Um, I would guess that it'll be pretty high. Like oh. I'm going to guess in the be like 10 to 12 range. Wow. Right really? off the bat, unanimous song. 12. Yeah, I know, right? We, we only have 10. <laughs> Imagine so. 12 we have to get rid of two. Yeah, right. I mean, it's not like it hasn't been done. It actually got done twice last year. I mean, look, I'll lock lock 12 in if you want to go with 12. <laughs> the the um, thing with 12 is that you really don't have a final set. Well, I guess you do. You can get you can, rid of yeah, all those songs. You can but... use your final say to cut songs. I'm going to go for it. I'm just going to right. say that. Let's just do it. Why not? You know? All right, Randy, what do you think? I am on the complete other side of the equation here. I don't think we can get more than three, and I'm really like thinking two mm. might be the one. And I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong on this, but this is, again, big catalog. You have a couple of players here that are, you know, haven't been following him for all that long. So... I hate I hate doing two. I hate doing two because it feels like these songs are good enough where we can agree on three with four people. I, but I, like two feels right. I, I, I'm gonna say three though. All right. All right, Mike. And uh, just so this is a, a good reminder for anybody who hasn't been listening and for Mike, what we're doing here is we're picking how many songs we're going to uh, get through unanimously. And if you hit the number exactly, you get to pick the 10th song, no questions asked. So how many do you think we're going to get through unanimously? That's all four of us have it on our lists. Uh, I'll go with five. Okay. That seems like the, the, the safe pick. I'm inclined to lean more towards Randy on the, uh, on the negative side based on Randy and I being the new ears which Randy kind of alluded to. So the question is, you know what? I'm going to split the difference between Randy and Mike. I'm going to take four. I don't really want the responsibility anyway, folks. I don't know how many times I have to say it. (laughs) It's too much weight, too much responsibility to pick the final song. All right, so what we're going to do here is we're going to take a quick pause, and when we come back, we're going to play the game and see which one of us gets the final say. It's deprogrammed. And with that, the name of the game is Deprogrammed. The four of us have combed through the Jason Isbell and the 400 unit uh, discography, both those together, you know, not just one or the other, and plucked out 20 songs that we're now going to mash together in an attempt to create a top 10 starter kit for you in case you have never given him the time of the day. And I don't care how many times... I start this way. When I'm on to something new, 
I like to be told what I'm getting into. So track one, album one, if it does what I hope it, it's going to do, I'm going to go with it. Brand new kind of actress. It's a good one, but it's a no for me. Mm-hmm. No. It's a no for me as well. Wow. I whiffed <laughs> right off the jump. <laughs> All right. Gonna be it was, it was <laughs> yeah it was on I, I put it to the next round so oh, right off the jump he whiffs all right ben cover me up yeah yeah yes hey there we go hey yep two more <laughs> that was one of the ones where i thought had to be yeah had to be definite. All right, let me get a little of that going here. I, I wish the song through Spotify was a little louder because it feels really, really like light and delicate. Like I just want to turn it up and I want to hear those vocals just, you know, shout me out of the room. Mm-hmm. But again, that's a Spotify thing and not a is Bill thing. Yeah. All right. Randy? Uh, I like to usually, with my first pick, take something significant into getting me into the band. I mentioned this song before, so I am going to start with Hope the High Road. Yep. All right, so that was, no, for me. That was Ben and That's Randy. a two? Yeah, it's a two. Again, with a four-person panel, a two- is not bad. It could go either way because we could we could be looking at a miserable evening of ones, and then that two <laughs> suddenly looks good. All right, trash protocols. Mm-hmm. All right, Mike, don't hurt yourself. Yep. Well, in the spirit of you know Randy picking something that got him into the artist, uh, I remember one of the albums that really clicked with me early was here we rest from his solo career so alabama pines yeah i got it yep that's on there for me it was a very tough cut for me yeah (laughs) that's a three fellas no that's about yeah that's about as good as in yep three is really good all right look at you well done mike all right uh back to me Hmm. I mean, I mean, I might as well go with the one that that kind of started telling me I was in trouble. Seven Mile Island. Nope. Nope. No, for me too. Good that was Lord. close for me. Good Lord. <laughs> Justin, get out of this pile! Wow. <laughs> whiffer after whiffer. Good Lord. <laughs> It is only round two, but if it comes strike three coming up, then I know. we're in trouble. I think this is one of the worst starts I've had in a while. All right, Ben? I'm going to just keep going with the Southeastern here um, and do Elephant. Yep. No. No, I don't have Elephant either. You can tell who the new I guys have are. Lots of other songs from that record. Mm, and I was very very much considering that so all right randy 
I'll stay on that record. How about traveling alone? No, I'm I'm alone on this, aren't I? No, I no no, <laughs> no for me. That, that was my final cut. Oh yeah, no. That, that was one of my last to be cut too. <laughs> yeah, I love that song though. All right, Mike. Animus. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna work my roll with Southeastern a little more. Uh, Live Oak. Yes. No. No. Again, you can tell who the new guys are. That record is going to have all the songs taken off of it, I think. That's what it's coming to, right? Yeah, very solid, man. Yeah. I mean, I definitely have a couple more. So, well, shoot. Why don't I try some since all, all I've done is miss? Of course, now that I've said that, I'll have the one that you guys don't have. Um, how about Stockholm? Yep, I have it. Yep, I got it. Hey, wow, finally, let's go get off the schneid. First two in are from Southeastern, not surprising at all. It does make me wonder, like, what do we have to uh, do? We have to change our gameplay here, or so much game left to do. All right, Ben. Yeah, I'm gonna move on from that record for now. I'm gonna do uh, 24 frames. Uh, another extremely late cut. Yep, late cut for me as well. Oh, I cannot save you, Ben. I'm sorry. Welcome. That to should not be in the pile. Welcome to the pile. <laughs> you thought God was an architect? Well, now you know. <laughs> All right, Randy. Uh, I really like this song off of Weather Bands, and I think it has like cultural significance and impact. Uh, Save the world. I didn't have that one. Nope. Nope. That that's tough to get in the pile. That's a tough one. I feel like uh, a lot of heartache coming up soon. All right, Mike. All right, I'm going to bop to something from the Something More Than Free album, Speed Trap Town. Yep, I got it. I don't. Nope. Again, these twos are going to hang around for a bit. Yeah, that's what it's looking like. Yeah, by the looks of it, these twos are solely on the strength of the people who actually know the guy. (laughs) All right, uh, Randy. Me? Oh wait, no, I'm sorry. No, you. Speed trap down was uh Mike, so it's back to me. All right. Mm. All right. If we were vampires. No. No for me as well. Well, I had That's the, to the pile, huh? I had the one. I had the one. It's all right. All right. So this I, one. I that... Go ahead. Sorry. I, 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 I was just going to say that I, I feel like that would be to the masses considered a classic Isbell song. So, you know, I definitely, definitely considered it, but I, I agree with that. I think that all in all, it's probably his most famous is the yes. one my wife knew the most. And what's funny about this is that, 
again, when I went into listening to his discog, I didn't know what was a hit. I didn't know what worked live. I was just going by like what my ear hears and how I react to it. So, you know, I'm obsessed with Nashville sound and I think it only has 10 or 11 songs and like seven or eight of them I'm really gravitating towards. And then my wife is like, Oh, uh, if we were vampires is on that record. I really like that song. I'm like, which one is that again? And I listened to it. I'm like, really? This is the song that everybody likes. Hmm. But after a couple more listens, I got it. I understood why, but it just wasn't a song that I thought, I don't know, maybe it's because it was compared to everything else on that record. That's very like high octane distort distortion. And again, that arena anthemic sound, maybe because it wasn't that I just sort of looked the other way and it was kind of a departure. If that were on Southeastern or I can't remember the name of the record, the record that comes after Southeastern, then me, I could have, that could have been a highlight for me because it just, it works within the sound of those ones more so than Nashville sound or the later records. Next time. Yeah, that's, a, yeah that's, that's an interesting one. And we can talk about this later too, but that, that song, I, I loved it when it came out. And I think it's one that's sort of fallen out of favor with me because I've seen him live so many times since it came out hmm. and he yeah. played, he always puts that like in the encore or something when I don't really want like a solo acoustic slow thing. Just kind of gotten sick of it. Mm. Well, I was going to say next time, listen to your wife. Cause then Jill could have saved me, but then Ben kind of <laughs> was like, nah, man, we were right for not having it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So if we were vampires was me, so Ben, you are up. All right. Um, I'm going to go back to Southeastern and say Super 8. Yeah, man. Yep. Yep. Hey. Hey, we got three from that record. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fun one, man. I really like that song. Well, we're sitting there right at uh, right at Randy's three. And I think I saw on Twitter a while back that he revealed, somebody was asking him about the character from that song and he revealed that he comes back in a later song and doesn't like tell you what, what which one it is or anything but I thought that was pretty cool alright Super 8 was Ben so Randy you're up alright uh, teach me how to forget nope. I didn't have that no. I'll teach you how to forget to add that song to your list get this panel hmm. I don't like seeing all these ones on my list right now it's uh heartbreaking yikes all right Mike I'll go over to the reunions album uh, Dreamsicle yeah man yeah uh, I got that one cut so that was everybody but but uh, Randy there for Dreamsicle? You have it, Justin? Yes, I do. Okay. That's our second three. Uh, and I'm three. not on either of these. This is... Now them three, yeah. or now them twos are starting to look a little shaky. Where do we got? Three through 
Yeah, okay, so we're at nine. We're still in NTP, but there's plenty of game left. All right. Dreamsicle was Mike? Yeah, that was me. All right. Hmm. Hmm. Man. How about if it takes a lifetime? Yes. Nope. No for me. Okay. So two new guys have At it. least I got something that was a two. Yeah. <laughs> Officially out of NTP two. Worst case scenario, all the twos and threes get in. All right, Ben. Um, I'm gonna go all the way back and do uh, dress blues. Yes. No. I loved that one, and this is one of the. I I don't have it, but um, this is one of those ones that I always, I always have to bring up, uh, in every episode where I'm listening to the list beforehand. I'm like, do I have that? Oh, I don't. Oh God. <laughs> Where do I make room for it? And then it's like, well, look, I can't, I can't make room for everything. So unfortunately, that is a no. All that to say, no. All right, Randy. I want to hit on some Nashville sound. Let's go Cumberland Gap. Really? If I had to guess. That one was definitely in that like twenty-one to twenty-five range for me. Like when... yeah, it was similar for me. I ended up deciding between that and hope the high road. If you guys, Yikes, guys. remember when uh, one of the last messages I sent before we started like actually trying to plan a day, like that was one of the songs I had to cut at that point. I was like, I am hating these cuts. That was one of them brutal was that what was the total on that one too just wait did somebody else have it or was it one no it was was down in the pile down in the pile (laughs) down in the pile i've now gotten four of my picks that i've used down there (laughs) hey man (laughs) me too (laughs) all right uh, gotten a couple of unanimous yeah uh mike Let's go with coding. Hmm. Another one that made it close, but did not take it. Very late cut for me, too, but no. I'm actually not sure where that one dropped out, but it did. All right. I still haven't figured you guys out. Um. How about... Last of my kind. Nope. No. Nope. Oh, I guess I, I guess I didn't take that. Okay, I thought I did. Oh well. All right. Nope. <laughs> Repaying the favor. It's all right. Oh, that's a one. Last of my kind. Where did I mark that? Uh. There it is. Okay. Uh, Ben. I'm gonna go with. Uh, the title track, something more than three. I haven't, no. 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 That was a light cut for me. No, 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 unfortunately. All right. Randy? 
aisle does look pretty thick. Um, all right, I want to try not to go into the pile here, and hopefully that's just not, you know. Um, King of Oklahoma. Yeah, man. Yep, yep, I got it. Hey, got it. hey there all we right. go. <laughs> there we go. Just like that. And just like that, we're at my four, so we need to at least do one more, please. Uh, wait. There it is. Or eight more. <laughs> yeah, eight more out of, out of nowhere. That would be insane. All right, let me get this queued up. Or not, whatever. That's fine. This is why I usually do it on my phone, but that bit is wearing out. Yeah. It, it makes me mad every time that it doesn't work and you're on the show, because then you call it a bit. <laughs> mm, well, this isn't changing my mind. <laughs> All right. King of Oklahoma is in. Mm. All right, Mike. Flying over water. Now. Yep. Hey. Well, we got ourselves a discussion. That a two or a three? That's a two. Some of these twos at this point are probably still in. Oh, have to be. Yeah, yeah. we only have two threes. Yeah. All right. So flying over water was Mike. King of Oklahoma was going to be the one I was going to next. Now I got to go somewhere. Oh, wait. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay. We still got a couple rounds in us. How about good? Mm, bad. <laughs> no, no, All right. So it wasn't good. Enough. Very bad. It wasn't good enough. All right. Uh, ben. How about overseas? I had no. I do not. You guys, like, are commiserated <laughs> beforehand. Prepared your list. It's not freaking fair. All right. That was a two, right? That was a two, yep. Of course it was. Randy? Uh, let's hit on another Nashville. I love this song, and not only do the lyrics, you know, hit me in the soft spot, but um, the way that you think that the song finishes and then the big orchestra comes back in at the end and hits you again is just incredible. Anxiety. Wolf. Nope. No. I want so bad to save you. But I can't. I uh, I must hate I must hate his music. If this is how <laughs> bad it is, I must really hate him. It, that's another frustrating one, where like I'm hitting remove from playlist, and I'm like, am I really removing this? You know, yeah, we only get twenty. So, uh, Mike, uh, let's go. For an old one, uh, street lights. No, no, no. All right. So I 
this point, I think, I think I only have eight left. So if we if we don't hit this one, then we officially can't hit Ben's twelve. And I think maybe <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six. Actually, I only have seven left. So we officially can't. So I'm thinking maybe we do two more rounds and then we'll dump out. Um, how about stopping by? Nope. No. That's a good track. Hmm. All right. Ben? Um, I'm going to go with Children of Children. Yes. No. No. Again, you guys. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I think what I'm doing here is just building a set list. I think that's yeah. Um, I think they, that's why you and me are pretty in sync, you know, because we've seen them a bunch. That makes sense. Yeah. I, I get that. Yeah, that I get sense. that. Because usually with Pearl Jam and people that like specific Pearl Jam songs where everybody goes to those shows, you like those songs because those are the best live songs that they play, you know, constantly or like when it does come up, it's really special. So I get yeah. that. All right. Randy? Uh, first record, let's go Shotgun Wedding. Ma'am. Nope. No. No. Oops. I should learn how to spell. All right. Mike? Uh, in a Razor Town. No. Nope. No. Hmm. This might be one of the, turning into one of the biggest piles I've ever seen, maybe since like Rolling Stones. There's a lot here. Yeah. All right. So last last one. Got to try to make it count. I don't know. How about be afraid? Yeah, I have that. Nope. No. <laughs> okay. Damn it, we're going to find a way to work that one in the list. <laughs> it's just nice to have a two. Yeah, all right. All right, Ben? Uh, I'm going to do Only Children. I got uh, that. <laughs> ben, you and me are just <laughs> Are, are the songs that I like just not good live? No, no. <laughs> they sound like amazing live songs. <laughs> These, this is going to be a brutal like second round of twos. Like it's especially uh -huh. because I haven't listened to a lot of these in a while. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that was Ben. You're up, Randy. God, I don't even know what has the best opportunity right now. Well, all right. I'll choose this because this ain't it. That was one of my last cuts. No. No. It, it really ain't. It really ain't. All right, Mike? How about Go It Alone? That one I have. Yep, I got that one. Oh, I don't, but... Nice to see you. I'm in on a three. That's yeah. that's impressive. <laughs> Randy's taking the wins where he get can get them. This go. Oh yeah. See, I'm not used to the, Justin. You're at least a little used to this sometimes. 
Oh, maybe yeah. not in this capacity, but I'm not used to this. I usually have agreeable stances, but there, I mean, I, I feel like I've been in all of, all of them. Like you could say that about anything. All right. So one, two, three, four, five, six left. I'll just go from top to bottom here down in a hole. I didn't know we were doing an Allison Chains record. I know, right? But I don't have it. Nope. Uh, the life you chose? No. Nope. Nope. You're seeing why these were the last ones. Uh, soldiers get strange? No. Nope. Nope. I felt like a very on brand for him. Uh, white man's world? Bingo. Yep. Got it. Right nope, there. man. Did I, get... uh, I love the three. Yeah, I was going to say, did we get three there? Wow. All right. This should be up at the top already. Because there it is. So it was Ben and Randy, not Mike, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Death Wish? No. Nope. No. Spent a lot of time thinking about that song, though. And last but not least, When We Were Close. No. Nope. Well, here's what's frustrating, is somehow I got the final say with four. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Uh, Ben. uh, I only had one left. It was Cast Iron Skillet. Oh. I don't have it. And that was another one where like, I didn't realize that that was the one everybody was high on, on weather veins. And I listened to him like, yeah, it's okay. It was on freaking Obama's end of 2023 best of list. And I'm like, like, what are you doing? Like, you know, you got uh save the world and King of Oklahoma. Like those, I thought that those were the cream of the cop. Miles is a really good one, but he picked cast iron skillet and I don't get it. <laughs> all right uh randy dump out what right, you got I, left i think i got five one two three four i think i got four okay uh try okay uh the last song i'll ever write no let's hit on one of these uh hard on a string That's a no. <laughs> and now it's just like, no, nah, I'm not going to even say anything. Uh, and then uh, my last one is Tupelo. I had that. Nice. Let's fight for that one. <laughs> All right. And then there were, was Try was the first one. Why is that one not coming up? That's why. All right. And just for funsies, Mike, what do you got left? I believe... I had one left. I, I did have two below, but we just got that one. And then I had relatively easy. So for the record, I think I missed on 10 songs. <laughs> so I know you're feeling pretty bad, Randy, but. uh, Yeah, boy, let me let me count in just a second. Your boy hit 500. So I might, I might be below the Mendoza line. Let's see. One, 
two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Ooh, I think you might have had eleven, but I scrolled pretty fast. I got, I think I got ten. Okay. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, ten. Also, so we tied. Also interesting. We tied for shitty. <laughs> also interesting. <laughs> I think uh, we hit forty-eight songs out of out of uh, ninety. All right, so we got four through unanimously, which means I get the final say. Cover Me Up, Stockholm, Super 8, King of Oklahoma. We're off to a good start. Uh, the threes, Alabama Pines, Dreamsicle, Go It Alone, and White Man's World. Uh, I mean, my inclination is to just go ahead and take those and put them through unless somebody that has is, hesitation. I have no issue with that. Go for it. All right. But everybody else agree? Well, so two of those. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, two of those, you were the odd man out. Alabama Pines, Dreamsicle, right? And then yeah. Go It Alone, I was the odd man out. I have no problems bumping that one through. And then White Man's World, Mike was the odd man out. So, I mean, unless unless you have hesitation on putting that through, Mike? No, I'm cool with putting that through. All right, so. Two of these, well, one of these twos gets to get in, and then I get a final say. I think my math is correct. Yes, we're at eight. So here's the twos. We've got Hope the High Road, Elephant, Live Oak, Speed Trap Town, If It Takes a Lifetime, Flying Over Water, Overseas, Children of Children, Be Afraid, Only Children, and Tupelo. Ben, is there one that's really jumping out at you? Um... There's a few that are really jumping out at me. All right. And I'm not sure how to how to decide there. Um I'm gonna say live oak. Okay. What about you, Randy? Is something jumping out at you? Yeah, considering that many of these I haven't listened to in a bit are gonna be tough for me to go to bat for. But um I think there are two, and I'd be fine with either of them going in if it takes a lifetime or two below. All right. And same question to you, Mike. Is there something jumping out at you? I just feel like Elephant, depressing as it may be, is a yeah. really definitive uh, track for him. So I would go with that one. All right. So what we have here is Elephant versus Live Oak versus Speed Trap Town versus Tupelo, right? Um, no, I don't think anybody had Speed Trap Town. Oh, I'm sorry. I, if it's supposed if to be it takes if a, it lifetime. Takes a lifetime, which is right above or right underneath, rather. Yeah, there we go. Um, well, I'll save you this. I'll use my final say. I was going to anyway for if it takes a lifetime. Go for it. So that's one of them. So that leaves us with a song for each of you guys, Elephant, Live Oak, and Tupelo. Um, do we have that sound, that s sad, depressing sound covered already? Cover me yeah. up. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, kind of. But the the difference between Cover Me Up and Elephant, Live Oak, I feel like is Cover Me Up is more of like a statement you know, like a biographical statement, whereas Elephant and Live Oak are, are pretty vivid stories. 
Yeah, I can buy that. Yep. I got. I mean, I've got no problem with either. Live Oak just happens to be probably my personal favorite Isbel song, but I don't. I've got no problem with Elephant if if we're going for you know like full on depressing Isbel story. <laughs> The one thing I'll say about Elephant is that we do have a lot of Southeastern already in. Three yep. is heavy for a, a nine album catalog. That's, that's pretty yeah. heavy. Live Oak also from that album too. So we're mm-hmm. kind of yep. going Southeastern heavy. I do agree. Uh, yeah, I guess that does beg the question, do we, do we take that into account? Because if we take that into account, then... Uh, let's see. Southeastern has three. Here we rest has two. Everything, reunions, something more. Nashville Sound, Weather Vanes, all each have one. Um, are we missing a record that we think we need? I I feel like we got all, like at least one from the important records. I think the only thing that we didn't get anything, but we, nothing came through, was Sirens. It looks like. That was like the middle. That was was that the first four hundred album? I think that was the second one. Oh wait, I, yeah, I get. I don't think we got anything from the self-titled one either. No. The uh, no, I think. Oh, that's right. Sirens of the Ditch is uh, that's that's the first album. So, I mean, we we can't get any. We can't get something from everything, at this point. Right. Um, so I guess the question is, do we just do best song available? Or I honestly do think putting four from Southeastern on a 10 song list is a little heavy. We did have um, from Sirens, Dress Blues had a two. Yeah. How did that not get did, um... shifted up there? Did we ever do we have a reunion song? Dream Dream School's reunion? Dream School's reunions, yeah. Okay. Yeah. As I was gonna suggest be afraid, but um if we don't care about albums, then I think Elephant's probably it. But you know, I think I anybody who wanna help me with Tupelo here, because I feel like that's I, like you have that sound, but like it's it's so different, it's so singable, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I I did have that song on my list, and I do really love that song. I think I'm just struggling with that top ten over the other two for me personally. Mm-hmm. So then maybe we just take best best available and uh, hope hope people kind of grow out. That's uh, probably elephant then. All right. Any naysayers to Elephant? Nope. All right, let's do it then. Elephant it is. Let's shift that. And then that gives us our 10. Cover Me Up, Stockholm, Super 8, King of Oklahoma, Alabama Pines, Dreamsicle, Goat Alone, White Man's World, It Takes a Lifetime, and Elephant. Ben, of those 10, which one is the one? Hmm. I'd probably have to say cover me up. Mm. What do you think, Randy? Well, 
you know, the age old quote when we do this is how is Fredo going to handle this? And I usually think, well, that's bullshit. I don't care what Fredo has to say. I'm on that panel, too, by the way. Um, And I think in this aspect, not necessarily directing to Fredo, but more in the sense of like what's going to be palatable for an audience that takes in deprogram the most. And there's not any really country artists that mm-hmm. are part of the programmed, but you kind of want a little bit of that in there to kind of show like, Hey, this is what he does, but still give them an anthemic song. And I hate, and I think cover me up is maybe considered his best song. And however, I think since that's not a 400 unit song, I I'm almost like I, I almost don't want to take it because it's not fully representative of everything. But I think the one that kind of fits right in the middle, which is strange because it's the newest song that's on this list is King of Oklahoma. Hmm. Okay. I got you. Yeah. What do you think, Mike? Do you have, do you have a preference? You know, I, I, again, I'm inclined to, you know, you lean toward cover me up, uh, but I don't want to agree with Ben anymore. I've done that <laughs> enough. Um, so, so I'll stop. I, you know, I know we was just the last one, but to me, Elephant, again, it's definitely not going to be maybe the most representative. Uh, and it's a tough sell, but I will say that that was a song that I used to get multiple people that I'm friends with into this guy because it's such a striking song that you, you kind of stop what you're doing and pay attention the first time you hear it when when you get the gist of what it's about and i just think that's one that really hammers home that this guy is a serious songwriter so i'll go with elephant so i'll point this out we got four songs from that record i almost feel like we have to pick one of those four songs because almost half the list is from that one record from a guy that we have nine records from. Um, and I also think to the normal thing, you know, uh, what about Fredo? I actually think country plays towards Fredo. Uh, really? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think he's necessarily a country head, but I think. But let's let's not think Fredo as in Fredo. Let's just think like non isbel fan oh dude how dare you not think about me right now dudes sorry dudes <laughs> no but you're yeah i i don't know man i of i'm inclined to agree with ben about cover me up um because i noticed when i did my first pass um after i'd i'd accidentally skipped to the second record and I listened to Cover Me Up first. And I was like, oh, wow, this is great. And I mean, it definitely, the rest of it was different for me, obviously, because then I went back and I was like, oh, well, let me start over. And that's why I got New Kind of actri- Actress. But I think we can get somebody with Cover Me Up. It's already a track one, which already, you know, is an advantage, I think. Um, I don't know. I and you even said that it, Randy, that it's it's arguably his his best song. So 
it made our list. It was unanimous. I, I don't see why we don't, don't do that. Counter argument to that. Do you think it has that? Cause you usually steer towards songs that will catch you right away. That like from the first hook, catch you right away. I feel like cover me up is more of like a build up to that big moment. Like, is that, are you looking for that with this group of songs? I was definitely drawn towards that. I definitely preferred his rockers, but like I, like I said, this, this song definitely got my attention. Um, it was, it was definitely through when I accidentally started listening to this one first there was it was never at risk of getting dropped off every time i listened to it i was like yeah that one's in and it definitely wasn't i mean if you look at my list it's it's almost exclusively rockers but this one still got through yeah i, I get all the arguments for it and ultimately i'm not going to be opposed because i do absolutely love the song i am just thinking from every angle here as i am to do <laughs> um i i and, mean for the record i do love the swing with king of o oklahoma because for the reasons you said like it kind of is more encapsulating i just don't want to go over two in my last 2d programs on giving kind of a you know an outside of the you know outside of the box pick for the number one <laughs> and I'm not doing it to just be outside of the box. I really think that that could draw people in. And I think it has that rising chorus that you love out of Isabel songs. And it's a little bit more like upbeat and rocky. Yeah, it does. Like, again, this was a song that was never in question. When this came up, I was like, oh, yeah, that's in. Thoughts on uh, thoughts on on these arguments there, Ben or Mike? I'm st still thinking, cover me up, and I think I kind of agree with your assessment that with four songs from Southeastern, we you know we're kind of saying pretty with with a pretty heavy hand that we consider that that record is is a step above the others, and that something from that record should be the representative. Um, you know, I think it is, it, I don't disagree that it doesn't, you know, like it doesn't have that anthemic hook that some of his rockers have, but I, I do think that it just kind of, you know, it sucks you in, um, especially as an, as an opening track on a record, mm -hmm. um, and that, that goes one, two straight into Stockholm, you know, you come out of the, the quiet, um, contemplative thing and cover me up right into the the big drum fill into the anthemic Stockholm I think if you know if someone's putting if someone's putting that on and it's just the first track of the record but that whole segment kind of draws people in what do you think Mike yeah that, yeah I think when he really early in that song in cover me up you know because it starts off a little softer and when he hits that first you know higher register vocal line that days when we raged we flew off the page to me that hits you right away you know he's flexing a little bit there um so you know it's not a big 
soaring upbeat track, but it does to me have an anthemic quality in its own way, just in kind of like a more quiet and reflective way. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think that one more than others is probably his, you know, big, his number one. Um, I'm, I would not object to that one. Do you still want to? <laughs> still... I, I mean, what? I'm going to, what, drown myself more? <laughs> the guy that had 10 songs go to the pile that barely had any twos or threes. Uh, is it a chat? Like, I, I don't got to say. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I I was just privileged to listen to the whole thing, and I'm glad that there were a couple songs that I didn't take that are in this top 10, but there were ones that I definitely gravitated towards. So I feel like I was in the right spot. You know, uh, blow me over with a feather. Yeah. That's Uh, saying so. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and, and argue while my head starts to bubble up. So yeah, let's lock it in. Cover me up as our number one. All right, let me read this down. Cover Me Up, Stockholm, Super 8, King of Oklahoma, Album Pines, Dreamsicle, Go It Alone, White Man's World, It Takes a Lifetime, and Elephant rounds out our 10. Let's let Cover Me Up get a moment in the sun. Yeah, it's pretty. I was so sure strong. what I needed was more to shoot out the sun. There we go, folks. Now, look, when I say we did the work for you, you heard it this time. You heard the work being done. We had to do work on the show. We don't usually normally do work on the show. Usually the work's before the show, but we did for you. Uh, And if you appreciate that, patreon.com slash ohajustin would be a great place to go to show some support. $1 a month gets you in the door. Uh, that gets you access to the after-the-fact conversation that we are about to have. It also gets you deprogrammed before the rest of the world. Occasionally, some Oh Hi Justin episodes. It gets you access to certain channels in our Discord. Uh, it gets you a Discord role, is the official way to say that. Um, and, you know, okay, there's a there's a neat little chat going on in there where we're kind of talking about uh, things that we can do going forward. So, all that. And, uh, of course, I'm open to, um, if you've got uh, ideas, I'm open to ideas. Uh, so that's the Patreon. Mention the Discord. The Discord is a great place to go to count. Yes, we count. One number at a time, one person at a time. I think we're up to almost 500 right now. Uh, yeah, it's it sounds dumb. It is dumb. But it is fun. Uh, it's great. Uh, all sorts of great stuff. Actually, now you can get gold stars in our, our uh, Discord server. Uh, I was setting that up just before we recorded. So all that's happening in the Legion of Stupid Discord server. You can go to legionofstupid.com. If you don't want to go in the, through the Patreon route, you can go through legionofstupid.com. Click on the icon. It'll take you to our server uh, and join from there. Uh, while you're at legionofstupid.com, you can listen to the show go to shows, go to deprogrammed, and you can listen to the show there. If you want to listen to Randy episodes, you click his name, it'll take you to Randy episodes. If you want to listen to Ben episodes, you click Ben's name, it'll take you to Ben episodes. And if you want to listen to Mike, you click click Mike's name, it'll take you to Mike episodes, which as of right now was just this one. But 
hopefully he enjoyed himself and we'll come back for more uh then uh if you want to listen to me well i mean all you really have to do is push play i'm on all of them jack so i'm glad you like me it, it makes me feel good about me uh you can also wear a podcast subscribe rate comment on any podcast platform you're listening on uh if you're on spotify now you can give a five-star rating that would be super awesome and you can always do the q a which is always hey what do you consider essential whatever artists we're talking about so drop your list in there uh argue with our list whatever you want to do in there would appreciate it would greatly appreciate a five star because it that one i know for sure on spotify that does help uh more people see the show so that one for sure i know works the algorithm definitely puts us to more people if you do that on spotify apple podcasts uh, i'm sure it does but i wouldn't know uh, five stars would be great there as well and you can leave a review on the show also would be appreciated and uh, sharing is caring and uh, the best way you can help is by telling somebody that you listen to deprogrammed hey i listen to deprogrammed you can too we would love that if you would do it and with that jason isbell learn and love people we'll see you next week bye